This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number 54. I decided to do the do what diddy diddy dum diddy do. This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. <laughs> Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Minutes Podcast in your ear. From the Henbuck Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Red Room in Spadeland, and the Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas, this is the Poddam Idiots Podcast. All right, everyone. Well, welcome to episode number 54. We've made it to our second episode in season two. Pretty crazy. We made it over a year. We still got a few of you listening, you crazy people. That's awesome. So... All right, on my screen, which is probably different than the screen everyone else is looking at, on my left, it is the Poddam World Champion, although maybe someday there'll be a rematch. I don't know. I'll probably be sleeping again. It's Rick Spade. He's got his Golden Knights jersey on for those of you that are listening to the podcast. He's all excited for the NHL playoffs. It is here. Stanley Cup time. Go Blues. They're going to win it. And then to my right. The guy that um, he's currently trying to figure out his top five because there's so many choices out there. We got a fun top five today. I mean, it's always fun, right? But he's down there in the south where it's probably pretty warm. Scorpions run rampant. It's Texas. Howdy. Howdy, partner. You're my favorite deputy. And then uh, there's the somebody poison the water hole. <laughs> and then I've just been running around like crazy. My house is a mess, but luckily you can't tell because you just see the background. Woohoo! I'm Jay Hizzle. So, all right, since Texas is working hard trying to figure out how to put his top five in order, Rick Spade, what the heck have you been up to this last week? What's new in your world? Anything crazy going on? No one's stealing your gym bag or your shorts, right? Nope. Luckily, I got my gym bag still this week. You know what? I just realized. I got up close to read the subtitles, and I realized there's no subtitles for this podcast. Is there normally subtitles? No, I've just been drinking a lot, and I was expecting subtitles because I was trying to pay attention to what you were saying. Anyways. Oh, okay. I can vouch for this. Uh, as I was walking through the store on the on the Zoom call earlier, he's like on his like fifth, sixth beer. I know I only got one left. I'm going to have to go out on the porch. Damn it. Um, let's see here. Work's been the same. I'm still fast as fuck. 
Um, been hanging out with the kids. Lumber prices are still high, so I can't work on the damn studio. Um, since it's kind of news, but we probably won't cover it because we don't cover real news. Um, you well, know, the CDC. It's real. It's real. Um, so the CDC decided that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks anymore indoors unless required by the place that you are in. And uh, I found out that because I'm fully vaccinated, not only will I not have to wear a mask starting Tuesday, but I also get a $75 bonus for being vaccinated. So yay money. It's paying for my Cedar Point trip. That's awesome. Also, I'd like to thank my boss, even though I'm sure she'll never watch this, for approving my days off for the Cedar Point trip. I was very, very honest, too. I was like, hey, what are the odds I can get June 6th off? And she's like, why? I was like, I'm just going to be uh, very transparent. I want to go to Cedar Point. I want to ride roller coasters. I've never been to Cedar Point. She goes, that sounds like fun. I'll be in California. Hmm. I was like, well, you get to go to Disney. I want to go to Cedar Point. And then she approved my days off. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Other than that, I keep contemplating uh, finishing typing up my second book. It's still sitting in the same spot it was last week. But I thought about it. And uh, yeah, I started a new anime. I've been watching Black Clover which I hadn't watched before and I'm on like episode 20 and I found out there's like 153 episodes so I'm going to be watching that for a while because none of my shows were on this week so that's about all I got this week what's going on with you oh this week's been ridiculously crazy I don't think there's been any weeknight that I haven't gotten home like at 11 or later <laughs> so except for today Except for the, well, this isn't a weeknight, this is a weekend night. Did I say night or weeknight? I don't know. I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's been a busy week, especially at work. We can finally, we found KVCC, a, a community college by us, finally let us in so we could actually start teaching our classes. And, man, was I rusty, especially the first night. Ooh. So by the second night, it got better. But between that and then I'm doing this running challenge, and this week was 10 miles, and I'd only gotten a walk and a little run after boxing, and so I had to run almost seven miles today before then going and doing the workout in the park. So I earned all the food I've been eating. That's the interesting thing. I've been eating really unhealthy these past couple of weeks, and I've gained a few pounds, and i got to fix that. But when you're on the go, 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 you're just eating whatever junk food's around, and then you're not eating like you should, so you, when you're hungry, you'll just eat everything in front of your face. But I also ran the longest and the fastest I've done in a long time, so... I don't know. It's like I'm getting into better shape and fatter at the same time. I don't even know what you call that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just been a crazy busy week. I just, my place, I need to get some time to clean this up because otherwise Texas is going to get here and he's not even going to know where the room is because there's crap everywhere. Yeah, unless my kids will break something. Unless he probably wants clean sheets, I'd imagine. So. <laughs> I don't want to know what you did on that bed. Are they the same sheets I used last time? No, I, I washed them. I think my dad was the last one to sleep in that bed. But then I forgot I just put the comforter over, and I need to wash those sheets. 
and then get the air mattress out. So between that and that bed, you guys will be able to figure out your sleeping arrangements. So that will work out good. And um, now we got the NHL playoffs starting. You know, I'm going full tilt. I got 15 miles to run this week. We got more boxing classes coming up. The races have started back up, and finally I'm going to the local racetrack. So that's been a lot of fun. I really do enjoy going to those. And, yeah, just life just seems busy, busy, busy. Like every weekend I got stuff going on. So it's been been good. Been a good week, just busy, a little tired. I'm going to sleep in a little bit tomorrow. I wish I could do that. I got to be up at 4 in the morning. Well, that is a little well the good early. news is we should be done before 11 o'clock your time. Bam, yep. Ooh, and my friend who I work, uh, I'm actually technically working in his office. He has, like, a bunch of cars. He has a Mustang, a 2016 convertible. He's got, like, a 90s Jaguar, a 70s um, Mercedes. And so he doesn't even have room for all of them. We stored them in our pole barn for the winter for him. So he told me I could take one out on the weekend if I want. So I have a Mustang convertible this weekend. It's kind of exciting. Nice. I know. He's a really nice guy. Unfortunately, I think he's going to sell one of the cars, which I I realize it makes sense for him because he has so many, but... You know me. I want him to keep them. Keep them all, Paul. You, you should offer him like a thousand Dogecoin for one. <laughs> Here's some Dogecoin. Yeah, I've been trying to keep up on the crypto and all the trading and stuff, too. And, I mean, the market's been crazy. It's like down, down, down. Oh, we're going back up. And, and then back down. And then crypto, it depends on what you're looking at. So I know this isn't a crypto episode, but, you know, Dogecoin went down when Musk went on Saturday Night Live and kind of was like, ah, it's a hustle. And then... Then Bitcoin went down, and he's like, well, I'm keeping mine, but Tesla will not be accepting it right now because it uses too much, you know, energy, which, I mean, that part's probably true. But And then he said something about Dogecoin, and it went up. And then Cardano, which is very environmentally friendly. Bitcoin can do seven transactions per second versus 1,000 per second for Cardano. That's been skyrocketing while Bitcoin's going down. Ethereum's kind of gone down a little bit too, but... Yeah, so the crypto market's just insane. The stock market's insane. The world's insane. All right, let's get to it. Texas, what's happening down south? I'm sure it's crazy down there. Not really. <laughs> you, 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 you know, speaking of, of crypto real quick, I got $5 in fucking Bitcoin from being on Coinbase. Which I'm not advertising. I'm just pointing out they gave me five dollars for no fucking reason, and I lost sign up bonus. Whatever. The point is, I lost ninety two cents because it's now down to four oh eight, or maybe it's back up by now. Oh, it's back up to four twenty two. But at one point it was at four oh eight, so I've lost eighty cents, fuckers. <laughs> Darn it! Texas, what are you gonna Texas? do? I don't know. I'm sad. Well, anyways, I haven't really done much. Um, worked all week. Was supposed to work a full shift today. Then, of course, something caught on fire in another area. Not mine. So we got to go home around 12. Um, helped my daughter start working on cleaning out her closet because for the longest time she shared a room with her brother, but now she does not. And so we were cleaning up the closet so she could put her clothes in there. That's super exciting for her. She must be psyched. Um, found out that I will be taking over the house in August instead of March. So I've had to push some stuff back. 
Oh, August of this year instead of March of next year. Yeah. So I've already set up a appointment with my financial advisor when I go up to Michigan to uh, discuss things. That's smart. Well, he tends to be a smart guy, or at least he tries to be. <laughs> I'm sure he's good. Um, other than that, you know, uh, next week, next week I have three day passes to go to NASCAR in Austin with my son. Oh, that's gonna um, be that's gonna be awesome. Don't have to go Friday though, because all they're having is a truck pa- a truck practice and a Xfinity practice, and that's about it. So there's no point going Friday. So I think Friday I'm gonna take my kayak out and go kayaking. Oh, you like kayaking. Maybe when I we do. come up, we can kayak. Well, I have to find a place to rent a kayak. I'll go. Well, I, have, I have four of them. And by me, you I do? mean my mom has them. Or my dad. Oh. Mom and dad. Oh, yeah. They, they love to kayak. Well, yeah, we can go kayaking. Sounds fun for me. My kids have never done it, though, so, yeah. We'll figure it out. I mean, if we have the time, we'll figure it out. If not, um, then next time. I don't have a kayak anymore. I uh, I kind of started to watch my weight a little bit this week, watching what I'm eating, and I don't know if this is the reason why, but like Friday and today, I woke up in a fantastic mood. I had more energy. I was dancing around my freaking plant yesterday until I lost, until I ran out of energy around one, and then I wanted to take a nap. But mm-hmm. being healthier definitely makes you feel better, and getting sleep. I have to figure out how to do the sleep thing, which then usually leads to being healthier. Other than that, that's about it. So what kind of news do we have, bald guy? Guys, there's a lot going on. A lot of know, real right? a lot of real are, news happening. Are we gonna cover some real news? <laughs> all, all of this is real news. It all happens. I'm not when I read I, when no, we no, go no. through news okay. stories, I don't make any of it up. No, no, I understand that. But we're not like the 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 doom and gloom. Nine o'clock news. No. Six million people died today. You know, that will never be that. us. We we do the uplifting and, and weird yeah. news. We will continue to do that. And this was amazing. So the Chicago Fire Department. <laughs> All right. So this was crazy. Um, so a there was a burning fire in Chicago. Okay, and the, the fire's burning. There's a black cat five stories up. No joke. I even watched a video because I didn't believe it. This the cat jumped out of a window. Five stories down, landed in the grass on its feet. It even bounced a little bit when it landed, and then just meowed and walked off. Like no joke, this this cat just left. And the fire department even said, "Yeah, the cat survived." It said the it went cat- under my car and hid until she felt better after a couple of minutes and came out and tried to scale the wall to get back in. <laughs> the cat landed and looked at everybody like meow. Like what? What you looking at? Like, isn't that crazy, though? A cat literally jumped five stories. So they did contain the fire eventually. No injuries were reported. But that I'd was just crazy. Five if, it was, if it's either burn to death or jump five stories, i jump five yeah, but stories. Here's the thing. You would jump five stories, and you might live, but I guarantee something's you're going to break a bone or something. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. As fat as I am, I'd probably break every bone in my lower half. But um, it's just amazing. All of a sudden, you see this cat just jump out a window. It lands and it goes. It's like wow. 
All right. Have you ever just had those days where you don't want to go to a work meeting? Every day. Well, there's a a main police chief. He wanted to skip out of a public meeting as well. In fact, so badly, it ended up costing him his career. <laughs> so um, they decided to revoke the license from former chief of police, Joshua. His name is Joshua Potvin. They that found that. So he'd been, he'd been chief for six years. And he invented a suspicious person report so he could ditch the board of <laughs> of selectmen meeting in February of 2020. <laughs> hey, Rick. Cheers, my friend. Hola. It's just crazy. Opa. So let's see here. He texted one of his officers and asked her to call him out of the meeting. He then drove to his cruiser to the fairgrounds. He used the computer in his cruiser to create a false entry in the department dispatch system that said he drove there in response to a report of a suspicious person. He also entered a fairground employee's license plate number into the entry. Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm, you can't do that. You can't do that. So I mean, you could, but you're going to get caught. Yeah, he got caught. So when you don't, just go to those meetings, okay? Even though they might not be the best, go to the meetings unless you can find a legit reason. But don't make one up, especially if you're an officer. That, that, that would have been a perfect segue for B to show up just now. Can you imagine if a firefighter did this? Like, they're like, "Yeah, fire chief gets fired because he had someone purposely light something on fire so he could go extinguish it, so he didn't have to go to uh, <laughs> a meeting." You know, that also reminds me of that lawyer story I told you about last week after the show. Oh, yep. And this one's kind of interesting. A mistake anyone can make. <laughs> a Belgian farmer moved a 330-pound stone out of the path of his tractor, and he unwittingly changed the border between Belgium and France by seven and a half feet. You know, sometimes you change borders accidentally. So, apparently, historians walk in the area in which stones have been placed to mark the border between Belgium and France under the 1820 Treaty. Notice one of the stones have been moved. A uh, local farmer moved the stone so so he gets tractor through and didn't return to its original location, which meant that Belgium and their municipality was actually enlarged. The French don't agree, obviously, so they're going to have to put the thing back in place. But technically, those rocks are what decided the border. So by moving the rock, they actually move. He actually moved the border a little bit. Isn't that crazy? What did you do today? Oh, I invaded another country <laughs> accidentally. I gave us seven extra feet. Woohoo! At least in this one little area. I just think that's hilarious. All right. Who the hell decided that just we needed a rock to decide where the fucking border was? Well, in all fairness, this was back in um, 1820. So that's. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some rock or some random piece of nature that divides America from Canada. You see that rock right there? That's the American border. Don't cut that tree down. This is the Canadian maple tree. That's where Canada starts. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously, like, by the Great Lakes and stuff, it's easy to have the border, but that's all kind of interesting. All right, we didn't get to do uh, any world records last week, so I got some. I got a couple that maybe you guys could break and a couple that you guys definitely can't break. So... Quebec man breaks Guinness world record with a 44-hour video game marathon. Man, so, could break that. You know, he he played an online video game for 44 hours, 44 minutes, and 44 seconds. He runs a video game streaming channel, Bobby Gamachi. 
um, on Twitch with his brother. Uh, and Maybe Rick w- could. I don't drink caffeine anymore. They played World of Warcraft, and they're going to end at 34 hours, but discovered someone else was chasing the same record at the same time. We learned at that time that someone else was actually trying to break the same Guinness World Record, and they were almost close to the 40-hour mark at that time. Bobby actually took it upon himself to actually say, Look, you know what? We are already 34 hours into this thing. I can't lose, so let's go for another 12 hours. And he did. Uh, I don't know why, why that's their voice, but that's just what I'm giving to him. So. I know. You said, they were from, they, you said they were from Quebec. Ah. When I fir- when I first started playing World of Warcraft back in 2007 2008 um and I was trying to catch up to my cousin cuz my cousin had been playing for a while I actually played for 26 hours straight yep. so just add another like 20 hours to that you get the record It could have been done You said to stay awake I just ate healthy I try to have people always talking with me always active on the chat so it was kind of interesting. So there's one I think you could do. And here's a second one that maybe you could do. So um, a pair of Utah men broke the Guinness World Record when one launched a marshmallow from a slingshot and the other caught it in his mouth, 225 feet and 10 inches away. Nice. I mean, that's uh, not quite a fo- almost a, not quite a football field away. So, I well, mean, here's the thing. We, we we could probably catch it in our mouth after a few tries. It's whether or not we could slingshot it 220 feet. I'm sure it could make some kind of contraption. I don't know. But I still think like that, it, that one's at least possible. I, these next two I'm about to go through, I don't see any of us ever doing. If you think you can do it, whoo, I'd be impressed. But, um, yeah, that's still pretty pretty crazy. 225 feet, 10 inches. So farthest marshmallow propelled and caught in mouth. All right, so these are two Guinness World Records that I don't think any of us will break. North Carolina man <laughs> breaks record with 3,050 push-ups in an hour. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I did, um, today, let's see, at the park, I think I did, like, 55 push-ups, and that was in a minute and a half between two separate rounds, and my arms were burned up. So I couldn't do another 3,000. I couldn't even do 3,050 push-ups in a day, I don't think. Maybe a week. Maybe. So that's just crazy. Like, how strong do you have to be to do that? Or how lightweight? That might take you a month. You just said you did 55 and you were burnt out. That's one day. I'm sure I could get more in throughout the day, though. I bet I could easily... I bet I could do, like, 250 in a day. So... Um, when, I, when I used to do wrestling training, he, uh, one of our trainers used to make us do like 150 push-ups before we could do to the next thing. And every once in a while, I'd be the first one done. And I was doing actual push-ups, not those like bullshit push-ups. Yeah, I, I did actual push-ups today too. I had pretty good form. I did the push-up stations first though because I knew if I waited and had that be my last station, my form probably wouldn't be as good because I'd be tired. I finished with burpees, which is also kind of tough, but... Oh, my gosh, this is crazy. So Johnson actually kept going for 11 more hours, attempting to break the record for most push-ups in 12 hours. Um, it's 19,325 push-ups. Wow. That record stands for 30 years, and it still does, because he only got to 16,400 push-ups in 12 hours. Jeez, that's just crazy. Um, yeah, that that's that's ridiculous. So good job to this guy. 
Um, he's superhuman. I don't care. That's superhuman right there. And here's one more that we'll never do. A South African gymnast broke his own Guinness World Record by performing 36 consecutive one-handed backflips. Um, yeah, the 24 was a previous record. I can do one backflip. Yeah, I'm not, I can't I, even do one backflip. I can't even do a two-handed backflip, let alone a one-handed backflip, let alone 36 consecutive one-handed backflips. It's just crazy. These people are crazy. I mean, they're so amazing. Like, it's awesome. You know, we all have gifts and talents, but this, you know, flips and push-ups and all this crazy physical stuff wasn't one given to me. I have different talents. And then we're ending with my favorite news story that I've read so far. <laughs> Param Sharama, 25, and this would take place in California, was arrested for reckless driving, and here's why. A motorist was arrested after an officer observed him. This is great. This reminds me of, like, um, Anchorman. All right. He was arrested when an officer observed him in the backseat of a Tesla traveling in the San Francisco Bay Area freeway. (laughs) Because you know how Teslas have, like, the little autopilot thing, even though you're supposed to be, like, have your hands by the wheel and stuff? This guy decided that he trusted enough to put it on autopilot and then go sit in the back seat while it drove him on the freeway. I would be scared to death. Um, I'd have sex doing that. He was arrested for alleged reckless driving and disobeying a police officer. They call it a peace officer, but... The Highway Patrol said in a statement Tuesday, multiple 911 calls Monday evening reported a person seated in the backseat of a Tesla Model 3. It's only in the Model 3. It's a cheaper model, too, without anyone in the driver's seat while a vehicle traveled on Interstate 80 across San Francisco Bay Bridge. Across the bridge? <laughs> Was this guy trying to die? So a Highway Patrol motorcycle spotted the Tesla, confirmed the sole occupant was in the backseat and took action to stop the car. So that's crazy. Prior to the arrest, members of the public had captured video, and they showed the video, and it was freaky. Like, the car's just driving in a straight line. Because apparently, like, it's supposed to be able to read the lines of the road and the car ahead of it. Well, he would have been screwed, though, if it was like a, if there was a fire truck or something ahead of him. Because apparently these self-driving systems, when there's a really big vehicle, aren't registering that it's a vehicle. They just think it's space, and so they just crash into it. They've had multiple hey. issues with that. Fire trucks getting uh... rear-ended by these things. I, I heard a I heard one time that I think that was the guy who actually developed the the autopilot for the Tesla was driving down the road watching Harry Potter or something like that. And his car didn't register a tractor trailer and went underneath and took his head off. It, you, these are not fully automated cars. Tesla says on its website in its owner's manual, both systems are not fully autonomous because they have like the autopilot and a full self-driving I'm guessing this is autopilot because, again, this is their cheaper model. It's not even, like, their top-of-the-line model or anything. Um, yeah, but drive, and they're supposed to have, like, things that, like, sense if you're not in the driver's seat so it won't go, but apparently drivers have found ways to get around it. And so far, at least three people have died when, <laughs> when they weren't driving their car and the system or the driver stopped before an obstacle on the road. And it's those big obstacles that it doesn't always see, so... So stupid. I'm glad that he went to jail. I do think he's out now, but I'm going to go in the back seat right now. You feel me? I'm waiting for my car to charge, Charmin told the station. Elon Musk really knows what he's doing. I think people are tripping and they're scared. Well, I don't drive and I don't fill up gas. I am a gold collar. What is this guy from Oregon or what? 
they don't fill up their own gas there. Oh, well, I guess he doesn't fill up gas because it's a electric car. I see. Okay, that's where he's getting at. So, so yeah. So he's so he's not one of the people who's putting gas in a plastic baggie and sticking it in his trunk? No. Jeez. Yeah, that's equally dumb. There's so many better th- if you're going to if you're going to worry and you're going to hoard gas, there's so many better ways to hoard it. What is happening in our world where well, people the- are riding in the back seat of their Tesla Model 3 that can't actually drive itself fully and risking their lives over a bridge where people are panic buying gas just like they panic bought toilet paper and they're putting it in bags like come on people let's the, be smarter the, the the best one i saw and i hope this was a joke and someone was just making fun of the whole situation the lady was sitting there with the gas pump with the gas handle <clears throat> over a laundry basket the one with all the holes in it yep. i was like please Philip, god tell me this is just making fun of the whole situation <laughs> I did see a cool video. Um, like an older guy was filling up his car, and a white van came and it opened up. And there were like three people I think were gonna try to rob his car, and he was filling up with gas. So we took the gas nozzle out and just started spraying the crap out of them, and they all ran and they got in the van and left. And I was like, "That's brilliant," because who? Nobody wants to be sprayed with gasoline, right? And I was thinking the only thing that would have been cooler is if he had a match on him. <laughs> but um, he sh- like this guy just showed like. Because I didn't really, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but the velocity that full blast that the gas comes out of that thing is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, haven't you ever watched Zoolander? Yeah, but that's a movie. (laughs) I've never seen anyone, like, do that in real life, but, oh, he sprayed all these guys that came at him, and then they just started running, probably because they're afraid he did have a match. Um, It was, (laughs) it was genius. I'm thinking about when I go to the gas station, I should carry matches on me for (laughs) self-defense. All right, I'm half kidding. Mostly kidding, but that was pretty cool. But yeah, that that was the news. Oh man, um, it's, it's a crazy world but, we live but, in. I'm gonna but, stop but, my video. It's dinner time. You're gonna what? He's apparently gonna eat now. I'm gonna eat. Uh, I don't want a clown face over me. Oh come on! I was gonna do a shark this time. Oh, a shark would be cool, Texas. Anyways, before we uh, move on. Uh, I did have one news story. Women risks life by jumping into ocean to save beer kegs during dangerous storm. Oh, you gotta do that. You gotta do what you gotta do. Now, an Australian woman risked her life in order to save a few beer kegs from floating away in the ocean during a dangerous storm. Beaches along the Gold Coast in Queensland have been dealing with strong winds and heavy flooding, resulting in many items being swept away into the tide. However, a woman at the uh, the Columbian Beach Viking Surf Life Savings Club wasn't about to allow kegs of beer to be taken into the process and jumped in to save them. So luckily, neither uh, no one was hurt and the beer kegs were just fine and everything was good to go. So it's a happy ending after all. Happy Ta-da. ending. Everybody wins. Everybody lives. La 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 la. So um, guys, I think it might be time we we play a game. Who's your daddy and what does he do? Game of the week time. It's the game of the week. Take it away, Rick Spade. My daddy's still in the urn. All right. So I was trying to figure out what game to play. And then in my drunken 
acknowledgement. I said, I'll just grab whatever I can reach. Yeah. So we're we're gonna play Who'd You Rather? Who'd you rather or would you rather? Who'd you rather? Oh, okay. So for those of you that don't know, I'm gonna pick a card and it's gonna have a scenario, and then I'm gonna pick a blue card and it'll have two options, and then we're gonna decide who we'd pick. And then the second round, we'll pick a pink card, and that'll have females on it, and the black card will have scenario, and we'll pick who we're going to pick out of those two. So, we're going to start it off with Jay Hizzle, and then we'll just, you know, round robin that answer. So, Jay Hizzle. Mm-hmm. Who'd you rather have as your nurse? Sam Smith or Bill Gates? Um, let's see here. I think I know what answer I'm going to go with, but I'm just going to quickly look up and see. Who, who Sam Smith is? Yeah. Um, Bill Gates. The and I was thinking Bill Gates anyway, just because, I mean, I feel like Bill Gates is one of those people that's going to research and be good at whatever he does. He already is a little bit into the health stuff, so I think Bill Gates would probably do a better job anyway. Are we all doing? Are we all doing the, the same questions too, or is it just I answer and then we go to the next person? Uh, you answer, then we go to the next person. Same question. Okay. Te- Texas, who would you pick, Sam Smith or Bill Gates? Sam Smith, because fuck Bill Gates. Jeez, he doesn't even have an Apple computer. I don't understand. Is he upset about the divorce? Um, I don't give a shit that Sam Smith's gay. Go, Sam Smith. I don't care either. I didn't know he was gay. Um, I didn't either. Well, I'm guessing it's the guy that I pulled up on, on Google. It was like he was kissing another guy, so I'm guessing he's gay. I don't know. But fuck Bill Gates. I don't know because I've never heard of any of his songs, so I'm going to have to go with Bill Gates. I just think he's a professional and he researches and all that stuff. Probably do good. All right. Texas. Texas. Who do you rather have as your personal assistant? Scarlett Johansson or Kendall Jenner? Oh, wow. That's difficult. I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson because I figure Kate or was it Kendall or Caitlin? Kendall. Right, she means she's busy taking naked photos, so I'll go with Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson's pretty hot. I'd have to go with Scarlett Johansson. Hmm. This one's a hard one. For me, it's one of those porn scenarios, though, so. So what, um. I, I gotta look something up here to. Which, what what Jenner is the one that, or is it a Kardashian? Who's the one that's the really successful business person that, like, is a billionaire? They're far richer than the rest because she has multiple businesses. I don't know. Kim? Oh. No, it was definitely not Kim. I, I ain't got a clue. Uh, Kim ain't successful. She fucking married Kanye. Fucking dumbass. Wow, actually, it does say Kim, but that that's because she's on there with um, 
Kanye West, even though I think they're divorcing. So I don't know. I'll probably go Scarlett Johansson. She seems like she has it all together. Either one would probably be a good assistant. Um, so I'll go. But I like Scarlett Johansson. I'm an Avengers fan, so I don't know she enough about. Assist- I don't know enough she about the ass- other Jenner. She could assist me any day of the week. I mean, I feel like she's really smart, so she'll probably be up high um, helping me run the company or whatever. I would take her advice. All right. Here's my question. Who would I rather see on the $100 bill? Chris Rock or Daniel Craig? That's a tough one. Oh, man. I really like them both. I really like them both. Well, I'll go ahead and answer that. Um, I'd rather see Daniel Craig, considering on one of Chris Rock's Netflix specials, he said white people will never understand the the hurt of a mass shooting until white people start getting shot. So I think Chris Rock is a, is a little white racist. So uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Craig because... Uh, Fuck Chris Rock. You really said that? Yeah, she still, did. You know, I'm still going to go with Chris Rock. Well, something similar to that. I may have paraphrased, but. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Rock. Only, only because I think it would be nice to see a black comedian on a $100 bill. I'd take Bill Cosby before Chris Rock. I mean, I'd take Bill Cosby before Chris Rock, too. But based on these two choices, I'd have to go with Chris Rock. Oh, I don't even know anymore. I was going to go Chris Rock because he's actually American. Daniel Craig isn't. But if he's telling people to shoot other people, that's not acceptable. But I don't know the context or anything. Um, I guess I'll just go Daniel Craig for now because I, I would have to take a look and see... Was he really like are white? Are people really shooting other people because of Chris Rock, or was he, it was just a, a joke he was telling? I don't know. So I'd have to further review that. So Daniel Craig currently, if this was actually me making the decision, though, I'd have to put it under review. All right. Well, Jay Hizzle, tell me this: Who would you rather spy on so you can find out all their secrets? Jennifer Lopez or Gwen Stefani? Hmm. Um, I know J-Lo has a lot of security at her place, for sure, so that would be hard. I'm guessing Stefani probably does, too, but I don't know. I think Gwen Stefani, I think I would spy on Gwen Stefani, actually. I've always been fond of J-Lo's ass, so I gotta go with Jennifer Lopez. Texas? Man, that's a, that's a tough one. That really is. We asked the toughest are, questions in this show. Both of them are smoking hot. Um, and I know J-Lo and A-Rod are no longer together. I'll go with J-Lo. I mean, I don't know if spying on her is going to like get her to want to date you. but Yeah, but see, if you know her secrets, then you might be able to use that as a leg up to like try to oh. win her over. So you just don't get caught. All right. I do that sometimes. You know, you get on Facebook or something and you'll kind of research a chick so that way you can have something in common. 
I don't I don't really feel bad about Facebook stalking because people can control how much you see. So whatever's out there is public information that they're fine with anyone seeing. That's how I look right, at it. Right, but I'm right, but I'm just saying, like if you know a girl like for example, if you knew a girl was really big into Will Ferrell movies, you're probably gonna try and quote Will Ferrell movies just to try to impress her. You know what I mean? And it'd be funny. I'm I mean, Ron Burgundy? So this this isn't from Chris Rock's Netflix special, but this is something he said at the Golden Globes a few years ago. Uh, the first thing people say when a when a mass shooting is announced, bet he white. So basically, he assumes all white people are mass murderers. That's all he said. That that's not what he said in the Netflix special. I oh. can't find that quote right now. Uh, but that's what he said at the Golden Globes. Statistically, I'm not sure that could actually be true. Well, it wasn't in Colorado the last time, but it doesn't matter. No one should be doing mass shootings. It's sad. I would say WTF. What's wrong with people? What do you got? All right, Texas. Yes. We're going to ask you the really tough question. Who would you rather see go commando? Will Ferrell or Simon Cowell? I feel like I've already seen Will Ferrell from like from uh, old school and all the other movies he did. Granted, he didn't actually show his junk, but uh, we're streaking. I guess I'll go with Simon Cowell. I'm definitely going with Will Ferrell because he's hilarious. And if for whatever reason he's going commando, it's going to be funny. I won't lie. I almost hate Will Ferrell as much as I hate Nicolas Cage. So I'm going with Simon Cowell. What? <sighs> okay, here we go. I, I found his Netflix quote. This is from Chris Rock. Sorry, I keep harping on this. This is from his Netflix, his Netflix special. I want to live in a world where an equal amount of white kids are shot every month. Hey, look who's here. <gasps> it's Captain Slow. Wow. He escaped from Sesame Street PD. B. Hi, guys. You escaped from Sesame Street PD? Wow. I don't know about that. I'm kind of still there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he kicked his phone. <laughs> hey, you can, uh, you can ask him questions. Getting outside the fire department. Oh. How was, how was your night going? been steady so far nice had a dog bite had a, a boat on fire you didn't get bit though right no oh good no. good some other league i i know we're in the middle of playing a playing game of the week but can i start uh before we lose be slow can we, can i start southern charm a little early and ask him my question before we lose him go ahead sure we want cut in, do you want to cut in southern charm right now Go ahead. So he can hear the uh, he can hear what Southern Charm sounds like. Listen to this. That's like the hills of Kentucky shit right there. The yelling at the end is our very own jazz. <laughs> yeah, me and, Rick, me and Rick stumbled upon one of his Highland games, and I think he's racing right now. Who knows? 
Okay, Beeslow, I have a question for you. So okay. the, the state of Texas is right now trying to pass constitutional carry where you don't need a, you don't need a CDL to carry your, your, your sidearm. Uh, a lot of Democrats during the House debate were always like, well, do you think the cops would like that? What do you think the cops would think of that? Which finally Democrats actually care what cops think, which is weird. What would you, as a police officer, think of that? If more people were carrying without a permit, their sidearm. Yes and no. Yes, because the people who are generally carrying are the good guys and they will help us. But no, because they have no training or experience whatsoever. How, how is there any proof that they can hit the broad side of a barn they're standing in? You know, you just you just don't know. And, uh, and they're not taught the laws of the state that they're in. So they don't know when or when they can't draw a firearm or when they can point it at somebody or brandish it or what or how they can do it or where they're even allowed to legally carry it. So there's a lot of rules that go along with it um, that protect the other people around them from like uh, an unlawful discharge that they don't mean to do. Whereas somebody that has a permit has at least some basic training. Yeah, I have a very controversial opinion. But I, I think that to have a gun, you should have to go through some kind of training before you can actually own it. And then once you own it, you can open carry. But you should have to have some kind of training and get your certificate. I've been trained. I know how to handle a gun. I know how to load a gun. I know the rules in my state with guns. I can actually aim and shoot at something. And I know that if there's you know a mass shooting or, or something I'm trying to stop, not to just just go aimlessly trying to shoot towards the bad guy and hit other people. That's what Michigan CPL does. Granted, I feel like it needs a lot more training because you qualify once in a lifetime. That's it. I'd be Can fine you put with ten rounds on a piece of paper ten feet away from you. I mean, you have but to at renew least something, and they and they have to go through the course to learn the laws. You have to renew your driver's license and all that. So I wouldn't be upset with like every ten years they do a little. Well, they renew it every four years, but they don't have to requalify. Yeah, I, I like the idea of requalifying, but I mean, just to to buy a gun, you should have to know how to use it. If you have something that can murder someone, shouldn't you know how to use? I don't know. That's just me. Sure. But I'm fine once you. I don't you think own so because totally a baseball carry. bat can murder somebody. Uh, a, a, a spork can murder somebody. Right. A box a cutter can murder. Somebody. We're about to murder someone from a, a, a long distance. So everybody should be able to buy a gun as long as they are mentally capable of responsibly owning one. All right. Well, Which, that's, so that's... you should not need any training in order to buy one. I think you should have training in order to carry one in public. Okay. I well, think it'd be easier things... to just get them when they're buying it. But okay. one of the things that the Republicans in Texas were trying to argue that with was that most people who would open carry without a CDL would want to go to training to get their CDL so they could carry in other states. That could be true. Yeah, because Michigan recognizes CPL from all over the country. And not um, not some was like Wisconsin has no actual gun shooting parts, so I don't think they recognize Wisconsin's. I think um, Wisconsin just changed all that stuff. Oh, did they? I hope they did because I did go to that class, and I'm like, I shouldn't still shouldn't be carrying a gun yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can load and unload a gun well, and answer questions. All right. But I believe you should be comfortable with it. If you're not comfortable with it, then you should get more training. I think exactly. everybody should get as much training as possible. Exactly. Everybody should at least have like gunfighting one-on-one type thing. 
Ten four. Well, um, that that was my uh, question. I wanted to ask. I'm glad you hopped on with us. Um, tagging in on that, do you believe that with the open carry law, it's going to help intimidate um, people from trying to do crimes with guns? Open carry is stupid. I think if anybody who decides to open carry, they make themselves a target. Because say you're a bad guy, you're walking into the rob the gas station, you see a guy with his back turned to you with a gun. Who do you shoot first? True. Hang on. Um, in Texas, it's not actually open carry. You have to have it concealed. It's just you don't need a license to carry it. Well, I think you always could open carry in Texas. Now you don't. Now you can conceal carry too. So, like, if I had a gun on my hip and I had it concealed, and someone was him. trying to rob a store or something, I could do something about it. I actually know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. So, so in- I said, yeah, if it's concealed, that bad guy comes in to rob the store. You do what they say, and then you can be the one surprising to stop him. Whereas if you're open carrying, he's gonna stop you before you stop him. What are the rules if if someone's robbing a store, but you're but they're not a threat to you? Is that still considered self defense or the threat to another person is deadly okay. life threat? I mean, so, but so, for me, if they're not threatening me or physically actually shooting, I ain't, I'm not gonna engage. But if they have like a gun up to the head of a cashier but, or something. Oh yeah, I'm a civilian there, and they have that, and I have the capability of a surprise. Now you I'll can give do them it. a verbal a draw before I shoot. Okay. Only if she's but cute. But if they're just if they're just going through and forty you to the ground and give me the cash and run out, I ain't gonna do anything. I'll be the world's best witness. Okay, that makes sense. But of course, if I'm on duty, I have a I have an obligation to intervene no matter what when I'm on duty. Yep. So it all depends but, if mean, their life's in danger. Yep. But I think more people need to get their concealed permits. Yeah, I want to do some the shooting. The far the better. You Do need you think how many of these mass shootings are out there? If there is actually concealed carry people, there'd be so far less death. <laughs> There's been a bubble under Biden so front. Very true. I wonder why. Well, we'll go to the shooting range Biden's this idiot. summer so you can train me a little bit, and then I'll go to the class. Hmm. Oh, uh, a coworker of mine does a uh, a whole class for it. Really? Yeah. Well, see, awesome. we can put a class in, and if you know, if we can get him to do one, then you can do. It. I mean, he can do a whole CPL on top of all of the gunfight training that you need too. Yeah, if we could do all that, that'd be awesome. I probably even get a couple other people to join. So, awesome. Well, for those of the people who are happy to see B, we might actually do an in studio podcast at jay's house in like two weeks three weeks Woo-hoo. three weeks this is only like the third time i've seen b in like what four months five months sesame street pd keeps him on a, keeps him on a tight anybody. lockdown <laughs> my life is busy well, the first time I seen him was at a Lowe's, and then he was like, you want to help do paper stones? And then he never, he wasn't home when I went over there. And then the second time, he was actually in my store, so I got to talk to him for at least a good 15, 20 minutes. Do and we want to so. give him a who'd you rather while he's here? Sure. Hey, be slow. 
Who would you rather? It's appropriate. Oh, it's appropriate. I promise. Who would you rather okay. see turned into a zombie, Mila Kunis or Avril Lavigne? Levine. That's fair. She'd make a hot zombie. Levine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I go Avril Levine. She'd be pretty cool. I mean, hopefully she doesn't bite me. <laughs> I mean, she was she a could, zombie girl. I mean, she could bite me if she was a zombie. That's fine. <laughs> you would die. Making sure you know that. All right. I'll do another female one just because of the question. Who would you rather have a baby with? Miley Cyrus or Selena Gomez? Selena Gomez. I'm going to go with Miley Cyrus. She's a freak. Selena Gomez. She's more a respectable adult than Miley Cyrus. That's also fair. Are you Googling who somebody is? (laughs) I'm just a baby. He is. (laughs) I don't know as much about her. I know more about Miley Cyrus. And Miley Cyrus went through a crazy phase, but also she settled down, and I think Miley Cyrus. Uh, Jay Hazel, just so you know, you said she settled down. She married Chris Hemsworth's brother, Liam, for about three months, and then they got divorced because she cheated on him. Texas, why are you looking at all this? I'm not looking at this up. That's stuff I hear on the radio, man. Hmm. That's where I get 90% of my knowledge from. Oh well. Everything you hear on the crew. I mean, if we have a baby and I can get custody, I'll get child support. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Wow. I'm just Jay Hazel's got a baby trap. That's great. I'm sure that she would just fall so madly in love with me that she would never cheat. So I, I hate to I hate to say it, you are not as hot as Liam Hemsworth. Texas is not always all about looks. <sighs> Good stuff. All right. I think we'll do one more. All right. Jay Hizzle, who would you rather get dirty on the dance floor with? David Hasselhoff or Gandhi? David Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Jump in my car. I want to take you home. That's a song that he's he going to hope that he's driving Kit, right? Oh, that'd be so cool. To hang out with David Hasselhoff would be awesome. I want to meet him someday. You don't hassle the Hoff. Was anyone else answering that question, or are we all going with David Hasselhoff? I just said you don't hassle the Hoff. All right. You're going David Hasselhoff. The Germans are. I'm going to be different and go with Gandhi, because I'm just afraid of how manly David Hasselhoff is. All right. Was that Was that our game of the week? That was our game of the week. We've already done our Southern Charm, so we're just going to go right into the top five. Five! All right, so, which I guess Captain Beeslow isn't uh, know what the top five is, but he might come up with some stuff off the top of his head. Ha, ha, ha. Top five today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever you watch or listen to this. Top five cover songs. There's what? Top five cover, cover songs. songs. So, you know, songs what? that were sung by a band, but it was sung by uh, somebody else originally. Oh, I have no idea. For example, Aerosmith did a lot of Beatles covers. 
Like we'll come say, together right now. I mean, even if you want to just get one. Did that was the monkeys. That one. I like that one. Wait, what? The one Smash Mouth did. That was the used oh, to be the monkeys. I'm a believer. Yeah. Then I saw her face. That's one of my honorable mentions. Now I'm a believer. That's a good oh, one. Jay Hazel, you're doing your honorable mentions. You might as well go. Let me just go now. Yeah, All right, ahead. I'll do go this. Honorable mention, Live and Let Die. GNR did the cover on that one. Uh, Motley Crue, Anarchy, Fall of You. Hey, hey, it's coming sometime. That's Sex Pistols Um, was the original people that did it. Motley Crue did the remake. And then Motley Crue, and I think Aerosmith's done s- some songs too. Um, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. The Beatles are the original ones that sang that, but Aerosmith and Motley Crue did covers. And then Come Together, the Beatles did that. Aerosmith did the cover. And then Bull Moose Jackson sang Big Ten Inch Record, and Aerosmith did a cover on that, which is an older song I didn't even realize. And then the Beatles sang a song I'm called I'm Down, and Aerosmith did the cover of that, and I love Aerosmith's version. You telling lies thinking I can't see. You can't cry. I'm singing before you get us in more trouble with Sony, dude. Damn it. I don't think I can only win so many battles. Does Weird Al count in this? He does. I I told you. He does parodies, so I I didn't do Weird Weird Al. Al. But he still does it off the exact same songs. He just redoes the lyrics. The music is the same. You got some from Weird Al that you like there, B? Yeah, give us some Weird Al songs. We've been spending most. And oh, we need the bottle. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea, and no and one, no else, one was else was around. around. I put my weenie, I my weenie in, the in the bottle. Now I can't, now I can't get, get it out. out. <laughs> All right, my top five. Number five, Aerosmith covered a song called Train Kept a Rolling All Night Long. I never knew this was a cover song because, like, it was one of their big songs when they were younger. Tiny Bradshaw actually did it, though. Number four, I did not know this was a cover sh- song. Um, Joan Jett sang this. The Arrows were the original band to do it, though. I love rock and roll. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I had no idea that was a cover song. This next one, number three, was originally done by Brownsville Station. Motley Crue did the cover. And that's smoking in the boys' room. I tell you, I was smoking in the boys' room. Teacher, I ain't fooling around with the rules. Because everybody knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. I had no idea that that was a cover. Um, Number two, and this was a cool because it was a cover, but they also got the original band to do a little bit of it with them. Run DMC did a cover of Walk This Way, but they got Aerosmith to do a little bit with them. So that that was pretty awesome. And that was like uh, an MTV music video they made back when they did music videos, and it was huge. So that was awesome. And then I think the number one cover song of all time, for me at least, Bob Dylan did this originally, but Guns N' Roses redid it, and that's Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Hey, 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 yeah. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. So, Rick, if we get disputed by Sony for any reason for this, I'm going to write, Jay Hissel's an idiot. He needs to quit singing. And then in this episode, we know why. I didn't sing 30 seconds of anything. But if anything, they're going to hear it, and they're going to be like, maybe we should get this guy in studio. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. No, they're not. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've been told that I have quite the singing voice. You got a better mm. chance of getting a cease and desist letter. Knock, are knock, not... knocking on heaven's door. You are not a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. All right. <laughs> well, I got to go, guys. So, Kevin, love you, B. B. We'll see you in three weeks, B. We yep. love you. Be safe out it. there tonight. Thanks for Perfect. stopping by. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Later. I'm so glad he did a run-in. I know, that was Me cool. Too. In case That's anyone's wondering, even though by the time this comes out, this game will be far from over, or far, no, it will be over, but Boston is going to overtime with Washington. We got. It might not be over. It could go for four days. Yeah, probably not, but we have overtime hockey. Game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's Let's do or die. Over so I can watch some. Okay. Texas, what's your top five? My top five. Number five, Summer of 69, performed by Bowling for Soup. Oh, I didn't even know that. Huh? Number four, Hangover, by my favorite pirate metal band, Alestorm. Number three, Smooth Criminal, by Alien Ant Farm. Oh, that's a good one. Ow. Number two, Hurt, by Johnny Cash. I hurt myself today. Sorry. And uh, number one, Beat It by Fallout Boys. Or Fallout Boy. Or the Weird Al version, Eat It. Eat it. Eat it. You know you really want to eat it. We're so getting in trouble by Sony for this one. Sony doesn't own all the music rights to all these bands. They think they do. They think they, they said own. that they owned a, a one minute and one second of our fucking content, and all it was was wrestlers. <laughs> that was owned by the WWE. Did you see WWE disputing anything? No, it was fucking Sony. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Why? What was it? Because you called him fucking Waldo the Barbarian? Does Waldo <laughs> be owned by Sony? I don't fucking know. How dare you call him Waldo the Barbarian? We own Waldo, and someone else owns Barbarians. <laughs> I'm on my, like, eighth Mike's Hard Lemonade by now. Oh, yeah. So what do you got your top five, Mr. Rick Spade? All right. So number five, I went with Zombie by the Bad Wolves. Oh, that's a good one. Zombie. 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 My number four is by a band called Shaman's Harvest. It's Dirty Diana, which was originally sung by Michael Jackson. Oh, I think I've actually heard that. Good song. My number three is actually two songs, but it's well, same song, two different people. So, because I'm Rick Spade, I had to go with Poker Face. But I originally had, uh, when I was wrestling, my theme song was going to be Poker Face by Yumi at six, but I also like Poker Face by Blow Sight. So, that's my number three. Lady Gaga originally did that, right? Yes. Yeah, she did a good job. My number two, I didn't really have, like, one song I could put on this, but I had to go with this band in general. Um, the cover song's done by a band called Fame on Fire. And if you don't know who they are, I suggest you look them up, because they have so many songs that they've, like, redone, like Bad Intentions by Justin Bieber and Hello, and um, there's, like, eight or nine other ones I could think of right now. But 
like they're a, a band that I like to listen to. Like they've even done like Lincoln Park and other stuff. Like they got like 80 different cover songs, but they're really good. So I just went with Fame on Fire for my number two. And my number one, I had to go with Sound of Silence by Disturbed. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a good one too. Because I because I really like that. I really liked how they did that. So yeah, that's my number one, and that's my top five. But before we go to our next segment, um, we need to remind you that the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. It's something really important to us. Um, if you're struggling with anxiety, depression, or just, you know, the daily struggle with life, we here at the Pod Damn Idiots podcast would like to remind you that you are not alone in this. Um, mental health uh, problems are real. And uh, in this battle, some of us struggle every day. So if you can't reach out or speak to someone you know, please reach out to uh, the National Alliance of Mental Health. Um, you can find them at NAMI.org, that's N-A-M-I.org, or call their helpline at 1-800-950-NAMI, or if you're in a crisis, text N-A-M-I to 741-741. And remember, you're not alone in the fight for mental health. Very well done, Rick. That was well done. Um, <laughs> except after that great... That great, um, what do you, whatever you call that, an announcement, like reminder. We now, we now go into the angry bite me section. <laughs> I'm angry, and it's time to tell somebody to bite me. Bite me. Ah! Bite me. <laughs> bite me. Bite me. Bite me. And now it's time for Bite Me featuring Jay Pizzle, Rick Spade. Texas and Guzzlebird and the Ducks. Ducks and the Ducks. <laughs> the Ducks are so funny every time. I think one of them said something. It was like, Arr! and the other one's like, wah, wah, wah. Oh, man, ducks. All right. So we'll get this party started. And and by the way, Jay, sometimes it's therapeutic to scream, bite me at somebody. You know, it it could help with mental health issues. Oh, maybe it could. So we'll go ahead and go with the first world issues and we will go Jay Hizzle first. Yeah, I might have done this one before, but it would just aggravate me the other day. And I thought I'm going to bring it up again. Assuming I maybe I have and I don't know, but. People that drive slow in the fast lane, get out of the way. All right, it's one thing if you're driving slow and there's a semi and you want to get over and pass it. That's cool. I understand you have the right to pass it like the rest of us, but when there is absolutely nobody in in the lane and you're just sticking there and you're actually holding like everyone up, move over to the right. 
especially if you're going to go the speed limit or under, all right? You go to the right, let the faster cars pass you. All right, it's very simple. Otherwise, what happens is all the cars behind you start tailgating each other, and then they start, which this could be a separate one, then you get those idiots that start trying to weave between traffic to move up two spots. And now there's brakes going on like crazy and all that, all because of one slow car that just hasn't moved over once they got past the semi or something. All right? So you people that drive really slow in the fast lane. I'm not talking about if you're going 80 in the fast lane and someone wants to go 85, whatever. I'm not as worried about that. I'm talking when you're going like the speed limit or under in the fast lane and blocking traffic. Or if you're one of those people that is going to weave in and out then in that case to move past two people when there's nowhere to go. Bite me, okay? Be respectful. Caps win! Oh, yeah! Oh, I didn't get to watch any of it. See? You can hear the happiness. Woo! All right. So, my bite me this week goes out to the President of the United States, Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe, as some like to call him. Who had the audacity to tweet, you have two options. Get the vaccine and don't wear a mask, or don't get the vaccine and continue to wear a mask until you do. Joe, I hate to tell you this, man. This is the land of the free because of the brave. Not the land of the afraid. Or not the land of the oppressed because of the afraid. It's the land of the free. You cannot sit there and give that kind of demand. You're not a dictator. This is a free country. If you want to get the vaccine, please find your nearest place. Go out and get it. If you don't believe that the vaccine is necessary because this whole thing's a crock of shit, like I know Be Slow and, and Jazz and even myself think this whole coronavirus is a crock of shit, by all means, don't go get it. It is the land of the free. You can do what you want. Freedom of choice. However, you know, there is consequences to choices, and you're not free from the consequences. Just put that out there. But if you do not want to get the vaccine, you do not have to. Joe, you are not a dictator. This is America. America. And a lot of people are already getting sick of your crap, especially with the gas shortage on the East Coast and the Chick-fil-A sauce shortage. People are already getting mad at you. You cannot be a dictator and tell people how they have to live their life. This is America. So, Sleepy Joe, you can bite me. Rick? Guzzlebird? What are you Hi, how are you? Welcome to the show. I, I'm buzzing hard, but I've only had one, but I, I have been up since 5 a.m., but you've been up about the same time I have. I am on my second glass of milk, in case anyone's wondering. I'm on my eighth. My Jay, like, Jay likes the creamy white stuff. Milk's the good. I have, I, I have never queens, so I'm good. What's a never queen? A dick? I don't know. I'm I'm assuming he meant newer and not never. I'm talking about Jay. 
It's no, oh, one percent queens. You, did you did you mean to write newer and not never? Wait, what? I <laughs> you wrote you never put, queens. You put I have never queens, so I'm good. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is a never queen? <laughs> newer queen. Sorry, we're talking about beds. For those of you that have no idea what we're talking Yuzzle about. Bird, what do you guys have this week? Here's what I'm pissed off about. This goes out to News Channel 3, who is trying to report shit that is false. So, for those of you that don't know, the CDC has now decided that if you're fully vaccinated, you are now allowed to go maskless indoors unless it is required by the place of which you are visiting. News Channel 3 decided that they were going to um, report that major chains such as Meyer, Walmart, Walgreens, etc., are forcing people to wear masks. I would like to point out that is bullshit. Bullshit. For News Channel 8, the day that they decided that they were going to lift the mask mandate, had reached out to all these stores. Target has decided that they were going to allow vaccinated people to go in with masks or maskless. That's their choice. Meyer is still going to require all its employees and shoppers to wear masks inside their store. Walmart, however, has said that starting Friday, which was yesterday, as we were recording this on Saturday, to allow all shoppers to go maskless and all employees to go maskless as of Tuesday, May 18th. So, where the fuck are you getting your information from, News Channel 3? Don't pull this bullshit on me. Don't pull this false reporting bullshit. You're not fucking Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer who's making up shit for fucking news stories. Use some goddamn credibility. You can bite me. Hey, Guzzlebird, why don't you tell them what we're really pissed about? Oh, boy. You know what I'm really pissed about? Fans. Fucking windmills. No. Um. <laughs> so check this shit out. So I was trying to prepare for the show and get my house no tweets. And I was going to get them off Facebook like I normally do. And I went to screenshot it. And you know what Facebook said? Nope. Can't do it due to restriction policies of Facebook. What the fuck is this shit? Been doing it for months. It's not like the house no tweets or anything new. So I had to go over to Twitter, go on house no's Twitter, screenshot it. Do you think Twitter banned me? Oh, no. So you know what, Facebook, for trying to screenshot policy bullshit me? You can bite me. Uh, I, I, I just got a text from Jazz. He sent me his bite me. Oh, okay. Uh, Jazz says, bite me to crunchy peanut butter for being so addictive. That's fair. I guess. I mean, I guess I, I'm not super. I mean, yeah. Hey, you know what? That's funny because... Be slow while talking about mattresses. 
He said, fuck snow cones. I don't even know what that means. He wants to fuck a snow cone. Oh, that's not blueberry. That's my favorite. Blueberry. <laughs> it's lemon. <laughs> I peed in it. <laughs> okay. Kill yeah, the jet. The jet. All right. It's Rick's segment time. Apparently, you still haven't found the one with the jet. It's Rick's segment. So he had to get the audio for the other jet. <laughs> could put them together. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Jay doesn't get bite me. Wait, I, well, I'm not actually 100% sure. What, what what is the jet in it? <laughs> like I have something called Rick segment one. I think that's what I just played. That'd probably be the one I sent to you. Then there's Rick segment. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Rick still continued the guzzler voice. <laughs> <laughs> um I obviously used that one somewhere some point. I have I'm so drunk it doesn't even matter anymore. I have a chimp. I have a 5T, a 23646 cartoon turkey. What's that? It's probably the one that goes. I don't know. That was that one. Then I have like. Wait, wait. Let me go back. Maybe this is it. I have something called playback. I don't know what this is. This could be interesting. Oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> so interesting. What? So interesting. Oh, wait. I have something called audio only. What could this be? Spotify, Vodacast, Amazon Music, and <laughs> Leave us a five star review. <laughs> tell them that you like this podcast. Does that look like that? <laughs> and most importantly, wow. tell everybody. The, new, friends, the, the new Top Gun movie has a different jet sound than what I thought it would. <laughs> we can play that and then be like, it's Rick. Great. Now YouTube's going to say that we're doing the audio from our own damn show and they're going to ban us. <laughs> wow. Listen to that jet. Audio, visual, Spotify, <laughs> YouTube. I, I, <laughs> Ooh, there, I have one called UUHHHB. What, what do you think this is? Oh, that's the original. Okay. <laughs> I'm now I'm just looking at downloaded things. I have no idea. I, I think I'm gonna have to redo it. <laughs> I don't know where it is. How do you not know where you put your fucking audacity files at? Wait. No, that's <laughs> that's did, did did the did the Capitals goal uh get overturned? No, I don't think so. It looked like oh. it was going to. 
Wait, what? So they, were they, they were trying to figure out if it was offsides, but I don't think it was. All right, I'm going to go to what I call NHL.com slash scores just to make sure it's 3-2 to two, the final overtime. And in case you're wondering, the Canucks beat the Oilers 4-1 to one tonight. That game None of that matters at all. That game has zero meaning except for I'm sure the Oilers didn't play any of their starters or anything, so. But I'm, I'm still <clears> waiting for you to try and figure out where the fucking audio file is with the plane <clears throat> overhead. But no, yeah, I'm pretty confident that maybe but it just never no. got. It might have just never gotten saved. All right, so what's Rick's Rick's segment this week while Jay Hizzle's farting around with his computer? Oh yeah, I was drinking. Hang on, sorry. Um, so this week I thought I would talk about my greatest accomplishment in my head. And that would be my book. So for those of you that don't know, for the longest time, I had wanted to be some kind of writer. I thought about being a journalist and stuff like that. And I never finished KCC to do that. And it never really panned out. And I said, well, I'd like to write a book. And when I was doing World of Warcraft, since we were talking about that a long time ago, I had created a character by the name of Xabius. He was a paladin. And I said, I think I'm going to make a book based on him. And so, like, for a while there, I was kind of using this um, audio recorder that I'd used for ghost hunting. And I was just kind of, like, chronicling what he was doing in the game to try to get an idea of what I was going to do. But it never really panned out. And that was 2007, 2008. So fast forward 10 years later, and I decided to myself, I wanted to write a book. And I had tried multiple times to try to write different things that was in my head that I thought would be a cool story, but it just never really got off the ground. And finally, I said, you know, let's write the story that I originally wanted to do. So I wanted to write the story about Xabius. So as I was thinking about it, and I had made a play a long time ago using uh, the general idea Um with different character names I had used from video games, but um, I decided that Xabius was going to be the main character and it was going to be set in the land of Elena, which I named after my daughter. I also have my son Locke as a character in the book. Um, so obviously I put a lot of heart into this. Um, everybody's in this uh, book except for Texas, who is in the second book. Wait, because uh, yeah, um, there was Jurich, which is basically uh, Jehizel. There was Bry from Kilorant, which is Be Slow. Um, there is my cousin Mike, who is Moak, which was his character, uh, and certain role playing games that we had done. But yeah, so it mean a lot to me. Um, it was Laura Valena, Tale of the Fallen Kingdom. It's only like 80, 90 pages, something like that, which is, you know, not really long. But um, what made it special to me was about two years ago, I went to a live show for a radio show called Free Beer and Hot Wings. They're stationed out of Grand Rapids and they're syndicated in a bunch of different states. I just happened to get picked to be one of the contestants for their um, paired with an idiot. 
And when I did that, they said, well, what do you do for a living? And I was going to tell them that, you know, I stock at a grocery store. I wanted to tell them that I wrote a book. So I told them I wrote a book. I told them the name of the book live on tele or on air. They looked it up. They saw that I had a five-star uh, rating on it. And after that, I ended up getting um, a lot of people looking at the book. At one point, I was actually in the top 100 in the Kindle version of my book for short reads and fantasy, and it meant a lot to me. And like, you have no idea like how special that actually was. And I'm sure at some point when I do this video, I'll put the screenshot that I have of it because obviously, you know, it was something very special to me which I'm trying to pull it up now so you have an idea just so I can tell you. So um, in the Kindle version, it was number 43 in 90-minute teen and young adult short reads. It was 77 in 90-minute science fiction and fantasy short reads. And it was 205 in 90-minute literature, literature and fiction short reads. Now, I'm not a professional writer. I'll never claim to be one. But put that in perspective, a single dad with two kids who works a eight-hour shift, 40-hour-a-week job, wrote a book, and there's probably hundreds of thousands of millions of books on Amazon, and somehow in Kindle, I managed to get in the top 100 for short reads. To me, that was amazing. That was special. I agree. So for, any, so for anybody that wants to check it out. Again, it's Laura Valena, Tale of the Fallen Kingdom. It's available on Amazon. If you want to buy the Kindle version, it's only like 99 cents, so it's not costing you anything. I only make like 35 cents on it. If you want to buy the paperback version and keep it for life, which by the way, I'm on the cover of this. So I think that's pretty cool. So if you want to get that, it's like 550, 565, something like that. I can't remember what I put it at because I was trying to get to where if libraries wanted to pick it up, they could. And I promise you, I'm working on the sequel. As soon as I get it done, I will edit it. I will put it on. I will advertise the shit out of it on this podcast. And maybe I can get in the top 100 with that too. So yeah, that's my segment for this week. All right. That was Rick's segment. And now it's time for tweets. Although we I grilled a chicken for two hours. It still won't tell me why it crossed the road. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I like that this this can almost be a Jurassic Park tree tweet. T-shirt is actually short for a Tyrannosaurus shirt. It's because of the small arms. <laughs> Get it? I can't actually see Texas's reaction, but I think he smirked uh... that one. Did you know that before crowbars were invented, crows mostly drank alone? <laughs> I was set to become one of the world's greatest mountain climbers, but I peaked too early. Get get that? Get that? Peaked too early? Uh, my wife told me to stop acting like a flamingo, so I had to put my foot down. Uh, that's a really good one, You've too. told that one before. Albert Einstein was a genius and worthy of praise and study. His brother Frank was an absolute monster. Get it? Albert Einstein, his brother Frank... Einstein. <laughs> uh, yesterday I paid a stranger to knock me unconscious. 
shove a foreign object up my ass and film the whole thing. <laughs> or as my doctor insists on calling it a colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, man. Why are fish so easy to weigh? Because they come with their own scales. Hey, Texas, do you know what happens when you slap Dwayne Johnson in the butt? You what? hit you hit rock bottom. <laughs> Get it? Isn't that kind of funny? Uh, all right, the last two here. One of my daughters wants to marry the mailman, but I won't let her. Get it? I won't let her. <laughs> and what did the Terminator say after he got his coffee? Hasta barista, baby. Oh, man, that was a good one. All right. The fact that I even got one laugh out of Texas is pretty exciting. All right, let's read a classic Donald Trump tweet. This is from 2018, a bizarre tweet about a fight with Joe Biden. Crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he is weak, both mentally and physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he will go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. Apparently, he's still threatening people because Texas feels threatened. I don't feel threatened. I just feel like he's being an absolute dick. Didn't you say, oh, okay, I think so you said a threat like you either get vaccinated or wear your mask forever or something. He's being a dick. And then Arnold had a tweet with Hater. a picture of him and Lulu, who is his, um, I don't know if it's like a goat or a donkey. Lulu wants to share absolutely everything with her now. Lockdown has spoiled her. So Lulu's in the house, and that's pretty cool. All right, but those were the tweets of the week. Guzzle bird, guzzle bird, what is the word? What does everybody want? Bread. What does everybody need? Bread. Banana bread. Okay. Let's start with my buddy El Snoo, who I had to go to Twitter for, because, you know, Facebook's a dick. Don't pad me, Facebook. I only got one this week. El Snow said, if concussions can affect your short-term memory, just think what concussions could do. Wait a minute. Hey, Jay Hizzle. Yeah? Did you know I tried to be a zookeeper? No. Yeah, I tried to uh, I tried to be the koala tamer, but I didn't have the right qualifications. <laughs> but a ch- see, I can do stupid jokes too. I think they're hilarious. Texas only likes jokes about things being shoved up asses. By the way, did you know there's a new pandemic? What's that? It's the dreaded peekaboo virus. Yeah, the Sunday Street people to the ICU. 
<laughs> I get it. Texas, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay, Jurassic Park tweets. Because <laughs> I only did this because I didn't have them loaded up. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Me and the dinosaurs are starting to look like each other from being around each other so much. Like some doppelganger shit. Interesting. After working here day after day, you get tired of seeing the dinosaurs. What's really interesting to me is going to the zoo and seeing like a koala. You got to have the right qualifications for that. I did it twice. (laughs) 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 Yeah, get back. Okay, sorry. 911! Please disregard our previous tweet. It was set erroneously. Thank you. And finally, proud to announce we have teamed with the CDC for a special part promotion. Guests without masks get 5% off a mission fee plus 20 minutes in the raptor cage, free of charge. <laughs> I know where that's that's not gonna turn out too good. You're gonna die, bitch. Ha <laughs> ha Those are the tweets in Jurassic Park. Now snow of the week. <laughs> you know it's the evidentiary definition of the week. Take it away, fuckface. He's talking to you, Jay Hazel. That's Texas. Take it away, Texas. <laughs> oh, okay. He was talking to me. Yeah, am I going to come up with my own term? Yes, you have to come up with your own term for Urban Dictionary Definition of the Week. Jay Hizzle. Yes, Jay Hizzle. Can you tell me what mac and cheese means? Oh, it's a very delicious food. I agree. Very good job, Jay Hizzle. We wouldn't wouldn't be on the air very long if you did that crap. Yeah, we would. We'd be on the air as long as we want to be on the air. Oh, we're going to be on the air as long as we want to be on the air, no matter what. Um... (laughs) Jay Hizzle. Yeah. Can you tell me what stealthing means? Oh, yeah. S-T-E-A-L-T-H-I-N-G. Stealthing. It's when you're a really good stalker. Um, Pretty much, you know, like Texas, for example. Let's say there's a girl you really like, and you want to learn all about her because you want to be able to impress her. So what you do is you start stealthing her. That means that you're constantly around her, but... She can't see you because you're camouflaging, you're blending in, you're dressing up as trees, you're hiding in the garbage, you're doing all kinds of stuff, so you're stealthy. She can't pick you up on her with her eyes or radar, you know? And so you're stealthing her until you learn all the things you need to know about her. And then from there, then you can uncloak yourself and go bombard her or whatever. And be, she'll be like, oh my gosh, you like like the same things I do? It's so cool because you stealthed her. She didn't know you were there. You were off her radar. And then, bam, you're there. Who the hell let Kelly switch on SNL? You what? Taylor Swift's on SNL. This is bullshit. Oh. <laughs> I can't stop doing Cuzzlebird. So your new name is now, instead of Rick Spade, it's Rickleberg. 
I'm guessing this isn't a lot. This is a recorded SNL because the real SNL won't start till like 11:30 or something. I bet it's an old one. I don't think Taylor Swift's actually on it this week. Fucking no. All right, stealthing. Nope. Because that's yep. what people say. <laughs> stealthing is when a man removes a condom during sex despite agreeing to wear one so that he can come inside the other person without their knowledge. That's called lying. Oh, it's also a form of sexual season. assault. Oh, okay. I, I like my term better. But we can't have one inappropriate term, can we? No, we can't. Bob, Bob. <laughs> Just a reminder, the Urban Dictionary and bonus Urban Dictionary definition of the week is brought to you by Dirty Rib Job Grill Seasoning. You can get it in the original Dirty Rib Job, the spicy Dirty Sanchez, or the fish grill seasoning, the Dirty Trouser Trout, all available on SD.com. Should we make like a theme song for them when you come up and Rick can make the music and then we'll all sing it? Like when you're hungry and you want stuff on your meat, dirty rib job is a treat. <laughs> oh my God, that is awesome. Yes, we totally need to do that. I love the fact you came up with that off the top of your head. Oh, you deserve, you deserve, uh, you know what? Round of applause. We'll do, we'll do something like that. That'd be pretty funny. Round of applause. All right, so the bonus word this week, can either of you tell me what baby trapping means? Oh, no. That, it can't be that. I mean, it probably is terrible. So I'm going to say, though, it's not that bad of a thing. Um, no, it depends. I'm just thinking, like, maybe it's like when... uh. Someone's like, my baby, because their baby's like out of control and running away. And so what you have to do is you go and you have to corner the baby and trap it so it can't get away until its mom or dad can get to it. And then, you know, maybe <laughs> the baby's just like spraying, <laughs> spraying across the playground. <laughs> like a baby could be like a three-year-old toddler or something. I don't know. And like they're trying to chase the baby down so you. You just have to corner and trap the baby so the mom or dad can come get it and the baby doesn't, like, run into the road or something. It's a, it's a thing you do to save a baby's life, basically, and return it to their parents. Wow. Okay. Um, Rick, I'm guessing you probably know what this term means, but do you want to take a guess? Oh, let's see here. Do you actually know what this term means? I think so, but just in case, I'm going to just randomly make some shit up and see if I'm right. So, sometimes you get some bitches, I use that term loosely, and they're like, man, I really want to keep this guy around. So what do they do? They sit there and they find a way to get themselves pregnant. And they're like, oh, you're my baby daddy, I love you. But really, they're just trying to baby trap you because they don't want to be lonely. But then you find out that the baby's not yours and you're like, bitch! So bitch slap her up across the face because, you know, fuck that bitch. I think that's illegal. Bullshit. I will smack that hoe. Baby trap it. Well, Rick was kind of right. Um, baby trapping. 
when a female tells a male that she's take that she's taking or is on birth control, but really is not, and both parties agree to have consensual sexual relations. However, the male is under the impression that birth control is present and therefore feels comfortable to ejaculate inside the female. The female is hoping to become pregnant from this, therefore trap the male by doing so. Interesting. I wonder if that's actually in any way, shape, or form illegal, or it might not be. Sadly, you... no, that it is not illegal, even though it should be. Because technically because... it's a risk I guess you're taking no matter what. So you probably As should... I said in the first one, stealthing could be construed as legal or as a form of sexual assault, which that should also be. However, I don't think the woman should go to jail. I just think they should have to, they should not get any child support. Um, or maybe, though, they have the kid and then they get married and live happily ever after. I don't know. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. But now that we've taken everyone to this new low, we should probably inspire them with some new highs. So I'm going to see if I have some inspirational quotes. Hey, oh, Jay Hazel. Wait, wait, Jay Hazel. Wait. Uh-huh. Can I go ahead and do my inspirational quotes? I know I'm closing, but that way I'm ready for the closing. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Okay. My inspirational quote. Did you have something else, Rick? I just wanted to point out, according to the CDC, fully, fully vaccinated people can have a little orgy as a treat. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Number one, wake up and remember who the fuck you are. You are fine as fuck. You have an amazing personality. You've achieved so much to make it to this point. Don't let anybody play you. Don't let anybody make you feel worthless. Nobody is indispensable. Cut them off if they make you feel bad. I feel singled out right now. <laughs> well, just wait till my last one. The next one. The difference between try and triumph is a little bit of oomph. And my last one. Most female porn stars. My gosh. All right. Um, I got to tell you something. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. That's actually kind of true. It does. That's kind of cool. I like that. Do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. That's true. No matter what you do, you're going to be criticized regardless, so you might as well do what, you know, you feels right. And when we honestly ask ourselves, which person in our lives mean the most to us? We often find that it is those who, instead of giving advice, solutions, or cures, have chosen rather to share our pain and touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand. The friend who can be silent with us in a moment of despair or confusion, who can stay with us in an hour of grief and bereavement, who can tolerate not knowing, not caring, not healing, and face with us the reality of our powerlessness. That is a friend who cares. Was kind of, I just thought that was kind of an interesting one. And then Dr. Seuss said, a person's a person, no matter how small. I don't know what exactly he was getting at there, actually. Hmm. Careful, if you use that as a, uh, as a pro-life argument, uh, he'll, he'll try to sue you like he did back in the 70s. That or 80s. Interesting. Huh. And then Mother Teresa said, peace begins with a smile. And I like that. I'm going to leave off with that one. So smile, it makes a difference. I think mine was more meaningful. What? (laughs) All right. Rick, go ahead. (laughs) Oh, do I get to go now? Are you sure? Yes, go ahead. Are you ready? 
Okay. Albert Einstein once said, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. Bruce Lee once said, every situation in life is temporary. So when life is good, make sure you enjoy and receive it fully. And when life is not so good, remember that it will not last forever and better days are on the way. And finally, Plato once said, never discourage anyone who continually makes progress, no matter how slow. And those are my inspirational quotes. <clears throat> Take us out, Texas. And for that, thank you for joining us at the Poddam Idiots Podcast. Please subscribe and share our YouTube page and like our episodes and videos at the Poddam Idiots Podcast. And please like, subscribe, and download our show at the Poddam Idiots Podcast on Podbean, Apple, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, Podchaser. Give us a five-star review. You can tweet us at Poddam Rick Spade, at Poddam Texas. At poddamidiotsp1, and our email is poddamidiotspodcast at outlook.com. Someone may check that eventually. And share us with your friends, your family, your creepy neighbor, your pastor, even though you'll get banned from church, your mom's hot friend, your crush, your friend with benefits, your bank teller, a stripper, your bartender. Shout it out on the streets and tell your TikTok followers to check out. The pod, a damn hideous podcast.